Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome, everyone, to Geraldine Tegelove Live. I hope you are enjoying a fabulous week wherever you are in this wonderful world. I have, I, well, I also hope you've been enjoying this series, Real Women Empowering Others by Empowering Self. I have certainly enjoyed interviewing some wonderful women who have been truly honest about the challenges they've faced along the way and still facing and how they've overcome these in their own very simple and down-to-earth ways. Their honesty has been truly inspiring and is what I believe makes a real woman Uh, You know, we all face times in our lives when change comes knocking at our door and we know in our hearts that we must step out and live the why we came or our purpose in life. Even though we know it's exactly what we must do and we're excited by the prospect, it is often a time filled with fear. Fear that we may not be good enough, we may not succeed, may not have what it takes, may not know how to make it happen, but it is the real woman or man that steps out and just simply gives it a go. They trust that the way will be shown by a universe that uh, just loves to support our uniqueness and our dreams. This is what I call um, a knowing. They have this inbuilt wisdom that allows them to understand that success will happen regardless of what may be going on around them. If they hold true to the vision and keep on keeping on, (laughs) giving up is simply not an option. On today's show, I have yet another beautiful lady who has done just that. She has had a fabulous vision for many years, a very big vision, which has unfolded in ways that has touched just so many lives. But I I think it's probably best, rather than me trying to explain (laughs) what this beautiful lady does, I think it'll be much better coming from her. So today, it's my pleasure to introduce you to my guest, Alison Burton. Are you there, Alison? I certainly am, Geraldine. How are you? Oh, I am great, thank you. And it's so nice to have you on uh, air with me today. It's fabulous. Uh, It's an honour, actually. um, Yeah, I'm very blessed to be able to, to share with you today. Oh, that's fantastic. So, Alison, would you like to share with the listeners a little bit about you? I think it's much better probably coming from you, and then I won't miss uh, anything. (laughs) So, 
describe yourself to the listeners? That would be fabulous. Okay. Well, I guess um, first up, I'm an incurable optimist, as you say, and um, I have held a vision for a long, long time about the centre I've created um, and yeah there's certainly been some hurdles along the way so I'm actually uh, my original training was occupational therapy and um, I'm very much interested in health and when I did occupational therapy I started in mental health so rather than going into the physical stream where you know a lot of people think occupational therapists are about you know wheelchairs and handrails and rehab and that kind of thing I went straight into mental health and um, just have had always had a fascination for how the mind works and along the way I discovered hypnotherapy so I actually experienced it quite a long time ago when I was first working as an OT and then um, I had some hypnotherapy for um, a particular issue, which was quite funny. I was I kept losing the car keys, and so I thought I'll I'll have some hypnotherapy for that, which turned into much more than what I expected. Um, and then I studied hypnotherapy, set myself up in practice, and because because I'm I've just got fascination for human potential and I actually think that we are we're like 12 cylinder cars and we're running on two cylinders we're not using our brain we haven't been taught how to use our mind um, nearly as effectively and productively as we could so that's always fascinated me <clears throat> excuse me and um, I also um, as I set myself up in practice, I started to get quite busy and I took some space with another practitioner who um, also did hypnotherapy and we sublet our rooms, um, the other uh, colleague sublet to a naturopath, I sublet to a massage therapist. And so a, a whole clinic kind of evolved organically around us. So now I've got 20 practitioners, more than 20 practitioners actually, uh, a classroom where we run lots of fabulous um, classes for not not just helping people understand their mind and um, raise their consciousness, but also we've got um, a lot of things around health, so physical health, and work very holistically. So look at health of the body, the mind, and the soul. Wow, you are a busy and lady. A <laughs> yes. and, and you've got and a shop. And you've got a shop. Yes. Yeah, so and the shop I, was an interesting story. Um, are you sorry, still I'm there, Alison? Yeah. The, so the I shop am, is... Yes. Yeah, the, the shop sound's is, cutting uh, in, in and out a little bit. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. And I know I have been into your beautiful shop and it, it has um, magical gifts for everyone to, to choose from. So it's a beautiful space mm -hmm. to be in. So did that grow out of your uh, wellness centre, Alison? Absolutely. So uh, when we first took the lease, which was about uh, 13 years ago, down, the downstairs, and that's upstairs, we've got two consulting rooms in a classroom upstairs, and so downstairs was a fish and chip shop, which was all very well, but it wasn't really the kind of thing that I thought aligned with my um, business. <laughs> I guess and so the, um, I, aromas are coming up from the fish and chip shop, yes. Oh, it wasn't too bad. They had good ventilation, so 
it wasn't too bad. But um, I just, yeah, and and they were lovely people. I yeah, I just um, wish them the best. But I thought, wouldn't that be a fabulous space for the kind of shop that I, I had in mind, which has got all of the products that support natural health. So you know, natural skincare, shampoos, that kind of thing, um, books, all of the. The beautiful new age self-help books, crystals, and all of the vibrational healing tools like um, vibrational essences, you know, bush flower and bark flower essences, um, and vibrational sprays and that kind of thing. Because I think when we're working holistically with the mind, body, and the soul, um, it's beautiful to have those kind of resources to support people. And so I had a vision of the shop, which was um, yeah quite clear in my mind actually. Well, I know that you are an incredible visionary and I know that you work on those visions constantly um, and the shop, I just love the way you walk through the shop and it flows into some gorgeous healing rooms. Yes, I have been to visit Alison lots of times and in fact, I've been uh, had the pleasure of doing readings at Alison's um, beautiful centre, Simply Natural Therapies in Doncaster in Melbourne, uh, a gorgeous place to be. And you can just feel as you walk in the door that, oh, yes, I am definitely in the right place. And um, the clients who come there who are just so open to whatever Alison and her practitioners have to offer. Um, so what is your what would you say your current occupation is, Alison? Uh, actually, I've done the training as a hypnotherapist, so I work as a hypnotherapist um, and still, you know, use the title occupational therapist. But I'm also the, um, you know, the owner of the Natural Health Centre and the director. Right. So I'm, um, yeah, working to support all of my practitioners and I do wear many hats. So, um, yeah, I know, you know, one of the questions that you're going to ask me is one of my personal challenges. And I find often that I'm chasing 10 rabbits at once because I want to be involved in everything. I've got, I've got um, FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love that. I've never and, heard of this before. <laughs> you haven't heard that one? <laughs> no, that's great. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so I do I do a lot. Yeah. And there's a big shift, isn't there, from being the practitioner to being the business owner that um, is is enormous and I'd love to chat about that a little bit later on in the show, Alison. Um, we have a daughter who is doing just yeah, it's, that. It's a huge shift. Um, and oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and you trying to balance both must be an absolute challenge. But um, as I said, going from being the practitioner um, and then jumping into the business side of things but still trying to hang on to what you love to do and what you do probably best um, is a huge jump. But I, I know Alison does this very well. Alison, we are coming into break. Well, I've, I've, um, okay. We are coming into break. But after the break, I'd love you to expand a little on, you know, um, how you've coped with this. But I'd also love to, you to 
explain what led you into doing this kind of work and what really opened up to you in that way. So, everybody, we have got so much to learn from Alison. And straight after the break, that's exactly what we're going to be doing. We're going to hear all of the ways that she got around these things and the challenges that still might be there, but she's facing them head on and uh, stepping into them so that the fear disappears. So everyone hang tight and we won't be long, but there, there is so much to listen to. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's I managed to run out of coffee again this morning. I didn't even have enough to make one cup. Boy, was that a miscabobble or big mistake, because I make serious coffee so strong it wakes up the neighbors. Now, I don't have a problem with caffeine, I have a problem without caffeine. I get wadgety and brickety. Did you know apples are more efficient than coffee for keeping people awake in the morning? Unfortunately, I didn't have any apples either. Acorns were used as a coffee substitute during the American Civil War. Without my hot cup of coffee in the morning, I'm feeling pretty squirrely myself. What do you call that piece of cardboard that wraps around your coffee cup to keep from burning your hand? A zarf. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. The Archives of Internal Medicine published a study done by the Cooper Institute and UT Southwestern Medical Center in Dallas that found that people who are fit at midlife have less chronic diseases in later life. They state that a person's fitness level at midlife which is generally considered as the years from about 45 to 55, can improve not only the quantity of their life, but also the quality. The research showed that the participants who were more fit at midlife had less risk of chronic conditions, such as diabetes, heart failure, coronary artery disease, chronic kidney disease, Alzheimer's, and certain cancers in later life. The bottom line? A lifestyle of daily exercise pays off now, and in the future. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Well, welcome back, everyone. And uh, yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And today I am chatting with my beautiful guest, Alison Burton. This is the, f well, it's the fifth in a series of six shows, which are all about real women who are empowering others by empowering self. And these women have not had it easy but they've had a vision of how they would like their life to be and have gone after this vision until it has become a reality in their lives. Now, 
Have they struggled? <laughs> yes. Have they often not known what they were doing? Yes. Have they wanted to give up? Probably a million times. <laughs> yes. Have they screamed and yelled and cried at the universe? I'm pretty sure they've done that as well. But have they finally made progress? Yes. But understand that all of these things, this is what makes them real. And just before the break, I was chatting to Alison um, about her vision and what she's doing with her shop and her beautiful wellness center. I'm not sure if she would describe it as that, but it's all about health and well-being, both the physical and the spiritual sides of things and emotional well-being too. So, um, Alison, I suggested before the break that we would have a chat about what actually got you into doing this type of work. Um, well, I guess, as I said, I've always had that fascination for how the mind works and also been very keen on natural health. And um, I just heard the term this week, uh, medical madness. And really, our healthcare system is in crisis and um I'm I'm here on the planet to help shift that, <laughs> to help oh. people to just bring bring common sense back to healthcare and health in terms of emotional, mental, spiritual health. Um, we're just yeah we are medicated up to the eyeballs and um, mainstream medicine is really struggling. You know, hospitals are yes. overcrowded, doctors are exhausted. They're doing what they believe is you know they're doing the best they can. But um, we really need to shift our whole paradigm on how we take care of ourselves, our health, our mental health and each other. Um, and it's not just about medication. That's exactly right. And look, I, I totally agree that there are times when medical science is a wonderful thing and it helps us. But uh, I think you and I would both agree that unless we really um, look at what's going on behind the scenes or within our own being, our emotional well-being, mm. then, you know, it's, it's not going to be the, the uh, final answer the medical side of things, it gives us perhaps the opportunity to slow things down a little and or halt them for a while, but those things still have to be addressed. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I have uh, great respect for doctors and, you know, the, the um, achievements we've made in medical science, but I think we need to keep it all in its place. And there are so many simple, cheap, common sense things people can do before they actually need, um, you know, need medication or surgery. Yes. Although in an emergency situation, of course, we need, you know, I, I broke my collarbone a while ago and I went straight to the emergency hospital at the um, emergency department at the hospital um, rather than going to a Reiki practitioner or an acupuncturist. But I did yeah. go, yeah, I did go to my acupuncturist two days later and I couldn't believe the, the results and the reduction in pain and how this, the healing um, was amazingly quick. So, you know, there's a place for everything. Um, but I do think that there's a lot of work to do to educate doctors about those kind of alternative um, approaches yes, to healthcare, yeah. just in terms of you know simple things like hydration and nutrition and stress management. If we got that right, we'd probably um, you know 
have the need, the demand on hospitals. Uh, yes, and I think probably, Alison, too, um, in years gone by, a lot of the things that we know that really work were probably considered a bit airy-fairy and a bit, you know, out there, and yet science has caught up so much now, um, especially with quantum physics yes. and all that sort of thing, to, to really Absolutely. prove that these things work and we um and i guess it's our job to educate people to know that it's available mm, yes mm. absolutely so that's a big part of my work i do a, a weekly blog on um, various aspects of health and happiness and well-being um so i think it, that education is so important and i love writing i've always got something yeah. to say well, in saying that, Alison, I was about to say to you, you know, what do you really love about your work? What's the part that really kind of fires you up? <laughs> yeah, look, I love finding those solutions. My radar is always out, you know, simple, natural solutions to health issues. Um, my radar is always out for, um, you know, new therapies, and I've done many, many different energy healing modalities. Um, I tend to do level one of everything. You know, as I said, I've got this fear of FOMO, fear of missing out. So I do, um, yeah, a lot. Of, I've done a lot of training in the past and just to dabble in things to get that really broad perspective and then um, gathered practitioners around me that can go deeper into those. And um, so I love finding the solution for a, a, an issue, whether it's a health or a happiness issue, and whether that solution is a book, a CD, a technique, a practitioner, um, whatever it might be. Yeah, nothing makes my heart sing more than connecting people with that right solution. Yes, and sometimes and, it is so simple. Yeah, and and it's great, Alison, because at least you know that when people finally take that step inside your door, that mm. they they usually have made a decision. Yes, you know, this is it. I have to find a solution to this, and yes. once that intention is set then you can go about putting them in touch with the right person now Alison tell me if I'm wrong but I have a feeling um do you uh how do I put this I've got a do you do kind of um uh oh what am I trying to say here you take people through a process to kind to figure out what would be oh, best yes. for them Absolutely, yes. And we've found we've done that over the last 12 months, and that's been fabulous because. Um, so, what do you call that, Alison? Uh, yeah. We just call it a free health assessment. Oh, there you go. Simple. And here are my phone trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I actually spend 60 minutes with people and go through quite thoroughly, go through what their issues are, uh, what their. Excuse me. And is that free? That's free, yes. Oh, my goodness. And normally. And normally an hour of my time is $250 oh. you know, when I'm working with hypnotherapy. Well, you so, don't need to tithe anything, do you? You're already doing sorry. it. <laughs> That's your tithing done for sure. Yes. Absolutely. And, look, I love those sessions and often they end in hugs at the end and, you know, thank you so much for your time. And people are really um, clear on what steps they need to take. Um, so, yeah, we go through that quite thoroughly and then look at, you know, what, what resources we've got here that um, might be a match for them and oh, get, them, get them into a program. Isn't that fantastic? And at least yeah. that, 
means too that they don't have to go through, but I don't know about you, but I know for me, it was going through the process of trying 50 million things to work out which one was going to be right for me. Whereas coming to a free health assessment, I take it that they can, you can kind of listen to what their needs are and then connect them to the right place. Absolutely, yeah. So we've got such a range of practitioners. You know, people walk into the shop and they see, you know, 20 photos on the wall and think, oh, gosh, I don't know what I need. So that's why we set up that service to really guide people. And and if you try and do it by yourself, as you say, it can be incredibly expensive and time-consuming and there's no um, accountability Whereas if I've recommended a program to people, I'm then accountable to make sure that they get the outcomes that I've promised. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, my and and we've got, you know, so they will set them up with some appointments and we've got some online support um, programs for them. And yeah, that seems to work really, really well. Isn't that fabulous? So, mm. um, Alison, and we will get to every, I promise everyone listening that we will uh, help you to get in touch with Alison and how to, you know, get in contact with her. Now, Alison, just before we go on, you mentioned online programs. I just had a mm-hmm. thought. So, those can be, um, people can connect to those from anywhere in the world. Yes, yes. So yeah. the, the the main one um, is a work in progress um, as of where are we now, March 2017. Um, it's called Stress to Serenity, an eight-week course that will guide people from basically from stress to serenity and incorporate, you know, all of my uh, wisdom, the things I've learned along the way. Uh, so That's I'm fantastic. very excited about that. Uh, I would. I'm very excited about that too. <laughs> and, uh, particularly if it will be available to everyone out there who can connect yes. in, and uh, and and it's a great. I, I suggest even these sorts of things are a great place to start. You can then figure out from there where you perhaps might need to go. Um, it just makes so much sense because in a world today we're all so totally stressed out mm. a lot of the time and yes. everything's moving so fast. Yeah, mm. and, and, you know, there's various reports, but they say that stress is uh, the contrib- main contributing factor to 60 to 80% of chronic illness. Uh, so and if we can, yeah, if we can help people de-stress, that, yeah. that could yeah, revo- revolutionise health. Absolutely. And it's rather a, a frightening statistic, but we know mm. it's ever so true. Alison, time goes very quickly with, when we're on air. It as certainly does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we're coming into our next break in a, in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after the break, I really want to get into you sharing with people your personal challenges and business challenges and how you mm-hmm. were so everyone uh, listeners i want you to hang tight because after the break you'll learn so much from this beautiful lady who has had years upon years of experience so um, please don't go away we have so much more to learn from this gorgeous soul won't be long
Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. A dentist invented the first electric chair? Just thinking about going to the dentist makes me feel like I'm headed for death row. What's a word for the fear of a dentist? Odontophobia. Bruxomania is another word for the compulsive grinding of one's teeth. Early toothbrushes were twigs with frayed ends. Toothpaste in a tube was made available to the public in 1892 and was called Dr. Scheffel's Cream Dentifrice. Now Americans buy 14 million gallons of toothpaste every year. In Mexico, the tooth fairy is called the tooth mouse. Half of all Americans say that a smile is the first thing they notice about a person. It's easy to spot a person with a fake smile, otherwise known as an exodesiast. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. A common misconception when it comes to exercise is that you have to do the whole workout. Otherwise, it's not worth doing at all. That is untrue. One of the most positive things about exercise is that it's not all or nothing. If you find yourself swamped and you do not have an hour to devote to daily exercise, don't worry, every little bit counts. So if you don't have time one day to do your normal full workout, it's okay to do an abbreviated routine every once in a while. Squeeze in anything you can. It all adds up. If you only have 30 minutes, lift weights for 10 minutes, then take a brisk walk or challenging run for the remaining 20 minutes. Sometimes all you can manage to do is fit in 15 minutes of abdominal exercises. That is definitely better than doing nothing. Do what you can and reap the benefits. For the Fitness Minute... I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and I am speaking with Alison Burton from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, if you have just joined us, this is the fifth in a series of six shows focused on helping us understand that once we step into our unique giftedness and allow it to shine, you know, we automatically build belief in others. So how does this happen? Well, it's all about the energy that we are vibrating out to the world. Others catch this vibration and use it to give themselves permission to also step into their one-of-a-kind giftedness and share it with the world. Often in the very act of listening to another woman's story, as with Alison, our guest for today, we make the decision to change our lives in ways that bring so much more happiness and success. Now, if you would like to listen to the complete show for today and heaps of others, you can download them for free from iTunes. Yes, it's all for free. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts, or you can come here to toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. And you can listen or download from my show page, or you can also find them on my website at GeraldineTagalove.com. 
So, um, time has gone so quickly today, Alison, as it usually does when I'm on radio. I think the universe just speeds up a bit or something. (laughs) We all spin a little faster. But I'd love to talk about some of the personal challenges that you've had along the way, because sometimes people look at the end result and they think, how wonderful, but you know, I guess it's not all um, roses along the way, is it? No, I've certainly had some sleepless nights and been, you know, stressed and worried about things. Um, But I I think probably one of my personal challenges is that um, I am the queen of half-baked ideas. (laughs) So I... You like that? that? Yes, I do. I am... I'm the creative entrepreneur... And, um, you know, I will come up with 20 different ideas in a day and my challenge is really the implementation. And also, you know, I have so many ideas. I I have a a great idea one day and then by the next day I've forgotten it. So I've I've really had to uh, discipline myself. And, uh, yeah, so that's been my biggest challenge and I'm still not there. I'm still coming up, you know, and I'm tempted by the shiny new things. Um, but to actually build a solid business, um, I have needed to put the right people in place that can right. actually implement yeah. my ideas. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that been a big challenge for me. And at one stage my staff said, Alison, no more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so I take it you're an air person, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Pisces, I guess. Is that Does that fit? Yeah. Yes, that fits, yeah. yes, uh, with a wonderful vision. But, you know, we mm. have to work to our strengths, don't we? We do. So I've – and it actually was really helpful for me to um, just run through a personality profile test and see that, yeah, it's it's okay. There are lots of other people like me that are starters and not finishers. So understanding that about myself, um, I've learnt to have the idea to and to um, – Kind of, I guess, present it to the right people and say, can you run with this? And then hand over because, of course, that's the other challenge. No one else can do it as well as me. Mm. Yeah, and <laughs> um, look, so we, we all have that, don't we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I've really had to uh, attract a t- the right team and to know that I can't do this by myself. My vision's much bigger than me. Yes, yeah. Um, and and so getting people um, aligned with the vision and working together with me has been really important. Um, and, of course, the other thing is because I'm managing practitioners, uh, I've had to, uh, and this is still a work in progress, um, I've always been the nice one. You know, as a child, I was a third third girl in the family of four girls and my role in the family was to be the mediator to not make waves to keep the peace to keep everyone happy and um, bringing that into the workplace hasn't really worked very well because I'm I've been far too nice in terms of um, allowing the parts of the business and some of the practitioners to underperform and because I yeah. liked them, I didn't. I didn't want to put pressure on them, or you know, I've, I've probably over the thirteen years I've been in business, I've had to ask 
two people to leave and that was my worst nightmare <clears throat> because, um, you know, you develop a relationship with people but if, if it's not the right thing for them to be here, um, then, you know, I had to bite the bullet and say this isn't working. Yeah, and you're really doing it for their <clears throat> sake as well, aren't you? Yes, yes. Yeah, um, but it is a difficult thing to do and and I'm sure in business that's part of the challenge. Um, mm. but and, in, and so, yeah, so, so find, sorry to interrupt, but finding that right balance between, you know, the feminine side of doing things and the more masculine or yang way of doing things, um, that's been a, a, a huge challenge. But I think that's where the solution lies. Um, I, I worked with one, I worked at a clinic when I first started practicing um, and the woman running it was very much into working in, um, on that more, uh, in that more feminine way to create a business. Um, and and when I say feminine, I, I think of, you know, women are more, or the feminine energy is much more cooperative and supportive and intuitive and creative. Yeah. Mm. Um, but we really need the masculine side as well. Um, so what, what this gorgeous women, woman did was meditate every morning um, on, you know, the clinic being full, but she didn't do the other things. She didn't take action and we had no business cards, we had no website, we had no, yeah, there was nothing out there in mm. the world for people to find us other than, you know, if they picked up the vibes energetically, they might... Um, into the car pack, which is actually what I did. Yes, That's how I yeah. found it. Mm. But, but you have to, you know, and I love that. Uh, we've got a term, um, telepathic marketing. Yes, so yes. Well, we will put it out telepathically. We'll set the intention and um, put it out there. But you also have to do the practical things. If you have to have your your ad on Facebook and have your business cards printed and that kind of thing. And so um, I've had to learn to do that and also learn to um, step into my power as a, a leader. Mm. Um, so that's been a huge challenge because I wanted to be liked by everyone. Yeah, um, and you, and when, I think yeah, and it's a really difficult one to to find that balance. Uh, but if people, as you say, if you don't take the uh, practical action steps towards having that happen, it's never going to happen. And we can sit and right. visualise all the days <laughs> until of the cows come home. Yeah, yeah. but it's still uh, until we get up and actually start doing something, it's not really going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Well, I love the idea. I don't. I don't. It might have even be, been you that I got it from. I love the idea that when you take one step, the universe takes a thousand. Yes, and it is a Was beautiful. Was that from you? Oh, I don't know, Alison. It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the credit. That's okay. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, but it is but true. I, it does. Yeah. And until we take that first step, uh, mm. we're not really, uh, pardon the pun, stepping up to the mark, so to speak, and saying, well, I'm mm. here and I'm willing to do whatever it takes, so bring it on and let's see what happens. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the other huge challenge, of course, is that, um, you know, the reality of uh, being in uh, the, the material world and money and having to pay the rent and the bills and, um, and I know, I understand, you know, the alchemy that you teach and the law of attraction and just, you know, it can be very hard work to hold the vision 
um, of abundance when you, your bank balance doesn't look very good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's been <laughs> – and, you know, as, as spiritual and as, um, you know, doing our telepathic marketing and um, holding the vision and trusting is all very well, um, I just wish the, the landlord – was as spiritual as I am. <laughs> <laughs> you mean he doesn't get it, Alison? I'm no, sure, doesn't. you know, there's got to be the a... rent paid on time. <laughs> what a blow. And, I mean, there must be a t- that sort of telepathic bank in the sky somewhere or out there that he could oh, yeah. draw upon. Yes. That's right. It oh, would be no, wonderful. We're working on it. And, yes. and look, I have been, I've been really blessed over the years because um, I've, yeah, we've got by... Um, I've been very supported, but I've got a new um, challenge now in that my husband's retiring and I've always said that I'll support him in his old age. So, <laughs> yes. so I, really, I really need to step up the business and get it much more profitable for us. Um, well, so, I think, yeah. Alison, the, the answer to that is just keep him young. <laughs> so he doesn't reach old age, you know, just make sure he's young at heart. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> oh well, let's let's say support him in his retirement. Oh, okay. All right, that's different yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you will do exactly as you say you're going to do. <laughs> you you always do. Um, but well, it's love seems to. And you know, it's yeah. I was going to say it's so interesting the way the um, things came about when we opened the shop and the synchronicities. You would not believe. That's a whole other story. Yes, and it's, um, I don't know, it just seems to flow and sometimes things do slow down and I think particularly at the moment because we're going through so much change within our whole Mm -hmm. uh, universe that uh, it feels like uh, there's the universe has taken a big deep breath and is still holding it on pause and... You know, there is the time that is beginning to appear in our lives where things really are going to flow in so so much more easy ways and beautiful ways. Now, uh, Alison, yes. uh, it is break time again, so we're going to, after the break, I'd love for you to share with our listeners the advice that you might have for women who really are ready to follow their hearts and um, if there's anything else that you feel would be really important for them to know, that would be great. Um, So everyone, after the break, that's exactly what we'll be doing with Alison and I'm sure she has some fabulous wisdom to share with us, so you don't want to miss that. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's marching never Have you ever found yourself in an airplane seated next to a non-stop talker that you really don't have anything at all in common with? When I fly, I usually want to catch up on my reading and not have to listen to an explatterator. It's even worse if they're a philodox. That's a person who just loves their own opinion. Well, now a Facebook app lets you choose your own seatmate before you fly. According to an article in USA Today, social media startups are bringing together compatible flyers before they take their seats. 
That's good news for people lovers, otherwise known as Philodemics. A number of apps such as Plainly and Satisfy are helping travelers meet not only online, but in person. Think the Match.com of travel. I love flying and have been to almost as many places as my luggage. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Great news. A recent study found that exercise and a healthy diet can lower the odds for heart attack, even in those with a high genetic risk. By living a healthy lifestyle, you can counter any genetic predisposition to heart disease. You can minimize an inherited risk for heart attack by healthy living, which is exercising, eating healthy, staying slim, and not smoking. The study published in the New England Journal of Medicine found that even with a little effort in these areas, people can cut their high risk of heart disease by more than half. It used to be that DNA was your destiny, but new research shows that when it comes to a heart attack, you have control over your risk, even if you have a genetic high risk. It all comes down to healthy living. So keep up your healthy lifestyle and keep your heart attack risk at bay. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine Tegelove and my guest, Alison Burton, and we are chatting about uh, what it means to someone who has been inspired to live their passion and purpose, the challenges they have faced and how they have overcome these and what the outcomes to following their hearts have been. Yeah. Uh, As you've heard during the last few weeks, these women have been just so honest and open about the struggles they've had. There's been no pretending that it's all been so easy and wonderful. (laughs) And I believe this is what makes them real. We have to be real about life and what is happening. And as Alison was talking, you know, we have to be real about having to pay the landlord the rent for the month or the week or whatever it might be. Uh, But all these women with their feet firmly planted on the ground and a vision in their hearts, well, they have literally been able to create miracles, not only in their own lives, but also in the lives of so many others. And before the break, we were chatting to Alison, or I was asking her if she had some really good advice for those women who step up and say, okay, okay, I'm going to do this. I've been putting it off for so long, but now I'm really going to do it. So what advice would you be giving women, Alison? Um, there's a number of things. I think it's really important to be able to manage your stress and to be able to, to be in control of your thoughts and, um, you know, make take the actions that you need to take. Uh, and I, I call it playing above the line. So taking 100% respo- responsibility for your own experience. And yeah. that's something that I've had to work on of, of stopping blaming other people for my life and the way things are, but take that total responsibility for um, the way it is. And and I know a lot of women are, uh, we get a lot of refugees from the corporate world here. 
Oh, right, so yes. <laughs> and and prackies that have left the corporate world. Um, but I think it's, you know, and everyone's different, but I think um, people need to take the steps to move into what their, their purpose and their passion is um, and to do it in a way that they feel safe. So I did, um, I had a client just recently who she is in the corporate world, she's hating it, but she, and she's done a training in hypnotherapy and a lot of other energy healing, and she knows that that's her purpose. But I said, um, you know, she said, should I just trust the universe, throw in the towel? Um, and I said, I, I wouldn't recommend it. She was, she's a single mom and she's got bills to pay. So I said, if you were to do that, you'd probably be in so much fear that you would block your success anyway. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Geraldine. But oh, I um, totally agree, Alison, because you can't, you know, I say to people all the time, jumping out of one thing just to, you know, jump into something else, it puts you often, unless you've got a, a vault load of money behind you um mm, you don't want yes. to place yourself in that horrible negative space of struggling with that yeah i so agree tiny steps the way to go yes yes and to um to visualize what you want you know i take take people to the moment of most joy in the future and um, really engage in that. And it's a fairly commonly used technique of, um, you know, really putting yourself in that scene and seeing the detail of what's around you, noticing what you're wearing, feeling the feeling of it, um, and just creating that the energy field of that moment of most joy there in the future. And to be quite specific, just find a snapshot in time, and a, you know, freeze frame in yes. time and to focus on that um, for even if it's just a, a minute or two a day so that that future becomes, feels familiar um, and the subconscious always takes you towards what's familiar and it also activates the universe. You know, this is what I want. Thank you very much. Um, yes. And then the synchronicities start to come into to place. So to work in that way, you know, the telepathic way, I guess, energetically, and but often, also, yeah, oh, sorry, Alison. No, I was going to say sometimes too, um, clients will say to you that they're not really sure of, um, you know, what, what they want to do or how they want, how they're going to get there. And, but I so agree when you say, you know, put your place, put yourself in that place of happiness and success. And then that, pathway is usually made very clear as to how you're going to experience that or how that's going to come about. That's right. And you you then work with the um, a more inspired action rather than thinking, oh, what are all the tasks I have to do to get this to happen? Um, once you've got your you know, your subconscious or your higher self or the universe, however you want to think about it, once you've got that on board, then you'll be guided of what what you need to do and it, the most important thing is to keep the fear out of the way you know people say feel the fear and do it anyway um, I'm not so sure about that um, I think that the fear can really block you receiving what you want and so it's so important to have that faith and trust um, yes and to, yeah. clear, to clear the fear first and there are many many ways to clear the fear I love the emotional freedom technique and the tapping technique yes um, yeah. lots and lots of ways to clear fear 
um, and to do that as you go along. So any fear that comes up, work with it, you know, to, to just clear it so you can keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the other thing is to uh, – it's, it's only fairly recently that I realise there's a big difference between mindset and skill set. Mm-hmm. So you can have the right mindset and you can do all of that energetic and emotional work, but unless you also work to gain the skills for what you need, then um, you'll probably struggle. And for me now, um, the skill set that I'm, I'm working on learning and um, probably engaging a coach who can help me with this is that those leadership skills yeah, um, and also managing the practicalities of the business, you know, mm. looking at the money regularly and um, uh, doing reporting on, on different, um, you know, key performance indicators and that kind of thing. That and I even, I, I, yeah, and it does make a difference, Alison, and I think often too it's um, even – if you have a, you know, you gather a team around you that can take responsibility for some of those things that we're not particularly good at or doesn't make our heart sing, but we still, as you say, need that skill set to understand what has to be done and what's going on in the background. And if we don't have that, then we're kind of uh, constantly head in the clouds. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And um, just developing good habits, you know, those, even if it's you just look at the seven habits of highly effective people, because I've really struggled and still do with just being organised, <laughs> just, you know, writing a to-do list and ticking things off. Um, but I know when I am working in that practical way, uh, I achieve so much more and I feel so much better about myself. And that's part of being a visionary, uh, that, mm. you know, it's having that even if you don't do it yourself, having that person beside you who says, have we done this? Have we done that? You know, ticking yes. them off. And because um, I'm a bit like that, although, no, I, I lie. I think I, I, I've always got the list happening, Alison, and I'm ticking it off <laughs> all day long. And I think it's really to get to the bottom of the list and go, wow, I've done that today. Mm. You know, it's done. I don't yes. have to go back and revisit that one. But yeah, me a yeah although someone... Someone yeah. told me you'll die, you'll die with a to-do list or with a full oh, in tray, so <laughs> you never get to the bottom of it. No, and I believe me, it's taken me a long time to get to that point of, you know, writing in the diary, right, this is what mm. I have to do today. And, and, you know, eating the elephant first has never been easy for me. I always go for yeah. the simple things, yeah, rather than the one that really will make yes. a difference. Mm. It, um, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's, but it's, but developing those those skills is um, yeah, it's been it's been really good for my self esteem because for a long time I thought I'm not a good manager I'm not yeah um, I'm I can't do this <laughs> yeah but it's great and that you've, yeah you've faced up to but it but I just realised it's not yeah it's not just about me it's about I have to learn those skills. Yes, absolutely. And I've just been looking at the time thinking, mm. I, I need to, um, and I'm sure a Ooh, lot of listeners yes. are wanting to know too, how do we find you? Where do we go? I know I've got on my show page, I've got a link to your sure, website. So Is that the best way of going about it? it? So, absolutely. So it's simplynaturaltherapies.com.au. Mm. 
Um, and if people go there, they'll see um, we need to organise a little pop-up box, but um, if they have a look there to sign up to receive my ebook, it's just a little simple little 12-page ebook called The 12 Keys to Health and Happiness. And um, that will put them on the mailing list. So that will give them access to my, my blog and, um, yeah, yeah, events and the Stress to Serenity program. Um, so, yeah, simplynaturaltherapies.com.au. Ther and everyone, so don't forget the AU on the end, which is the Australian code, of course. So it's simply, S-I-M-P-L-Y, natural, N-A-T-U-R-A-L, therapies, T-H-E-R-A-P-I-E-S dot com dot A-U. And I think if you Google it, it'll actually come up with Alison's name underneath. So you can click on Alison's name and that will take you straight to her page where you can download that free little booklet of the, the 12 um, ideas or steps. So... I suggest you whiz over there and grab hold of that. You know, at, at least it's a great place to start. And if you live in Melbourne, then this beautiful wellness centre is the place to go to, to spend some time, see a, a practitioner or two, <laughs> or just wander through the shop. It will be great. Absolutely. Alison, thank you. Yeah, and Alison, thank you so much for being on the show today. It has been wonderful. Uh, to have you as guest. absolute pleasure. Terrific. Pleasure. Thank you. And um, in the meantime, everyone, yes, it's fast approaching the end. So uh, a million blessings of happiness and love and peace to you all. And bye for now, everyone. I hope you have a great week. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?